Bueller, 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 Bueller. Wake up! Good morning! Terry Wilson, he's going to throw. Conrad! Touchdown, Kentucky! Touchdown, Kentucky! Victory, Kentucky! Like, give your fans what they want, you dinguses. She probably smokes marijuana. Bad, bad girl. They rubbish. There's buggers over here. Back outside. This is the point where he always hits it. Oh! Aaron Harrison beyond belief. We did it. We beat those British. We bastards. beat the British. Suck it, Cornwallis. Ten kids. You're basically pregnant for 20 years. Pregnant or breastfeed. Just wow. Like that sounds exhausting. Potheads. What an adorable. What an adorable bunch of people. Woodson from the gun. Play fake. Step it up. He's throwing deep down the near sideline. He's got Johnson. 20, 10, 5, touchdown, Kentucky. Jesus, Rash, get it together. It's game day. Come on. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. Everybody, happy Thursday to you, March 2nd, 2023. You're listening to Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio, 96 1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen. Hope you're having a great start to your Thursday morning and popping a Thornton's, make it even better. Get some coffee, donuts, five-hour energy, anything you need to get a little pep in your step to get your day started. The weekend right around the corner, Thornton's makes any workday easy. So inch towards that weekend with a little bit of Thornton's and text on into the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. Nick Roush, how are you? I'm uh, doing much better than yesterday. I appreciate uh, one Trevor Kelsey for... Waking up early and uh, and 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 speaking with the fellas while I was hacking away, but we we've got some drugs. We're we're feeling better. We're walking on sunshine. Would be much more on sunshine if things went different last night. But um, ready to uh, hit the ground running uh, at the NFL Combine this weekend. Uh, at least I hope I am. I'm leaving straight from here, and uh, there definitely left something back at my house. There's there's no doubt in my mind that happened. That's impressive, being being sick, not being able to do radio, and then 24 hours later hitting the road for the combine. Drugs are pretty great. It also, I did the thing, too, the night before where I just didn't sleep at all because I was just coughing the whole night. Uh, they gave me some um, promethazine, which, uh, if, if you're unfamiliar, it's uh, what the, the kids call uh, syrup, syrup, and... You know, we, we, we joke, we kid about uh, drug usage, but I, I've always drawn a line at pharmaceuticals, so I never tried. Uh, I, I never had it before, and um, now I know why they call it lean. Um, because, man, I took some of that last night, and whew, just trying to get some stuff together, and, and it, it hit me like a ton of bricks. Like, now I know why Lil Wayne is just lost his mind, because that stuff, whew. Strong, potent potables. Did they? Did the doctor tell you what what's wrong with you? Uh, basically, like I've I, I think I've just got like adult asthma now. It sucks. <laughs> oh, yeah. So you're just gonna take lean the rest of your life? No, no, no. This is just a temporary solution while the other uh, 
while the other meds kicked in, the other inhalers and whatnot. It's, it's, it's uh, I feel like a little baby. But, uh, you know, whatever I got to do to, I'm, I'm sick and tired of this stuff. So hopefully this does the trick. Yeah, no kidding. Well, I'm glad that, uh, I'm glad that you're at least feeling well enough to talk this morning. That's the good news. Although the bad news is what we need to talk about. But before we get to that, Scoots, how are you? I am here. I'm good. It's Thursday. Very tired. Got home extremely late last night. Just didn't have a prayer to get anywhere close to the normal eight hours of sleep. But it was a fun day. I um, called two great games last night, eighth region games over at Henry County. So that was a fun fun time. I, I love the gym over at Henry County, one of the best gyms in the entire state of Kentucky. But yeah, I got home late, so... A little tired today. It's going to be a long day, but we're going to power through. We'll, we'll be all right. Actually, truthfully, didn't even know the score of the Kentucky game until about midnight last night. So really interested to sit down for this show and, and get your all's thoughts because I truthfully don't really know what happened. Well, I do, and we will be talking about it. UK loses at senior night. Home finale against Vanderbilt in shocking, disappointing, frustrating fashion. Cason Wallace goes out early in the game. Before he goes out, Liam Robbins on Vanderbilt. He went out, which looked to be maybe like a snapped Achilles. You could tell when he was on the ground, he looks over and he, he said, I heard it pop when it popped. Uh, and you knew, you knew it was serious. And I was just thinking to myself, all right, well, this makes this game for Kentucky like a must win now. If it, you can't you can't excuse not beating Vanderbilt when they don't have Robbins on your home floor. Really, you couldn't excuse losing this game regardless, but especially if they're big out, you need to find a way to 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 win this one. Uh, you beat them without their big down in their own gym and you did it you did it relatively comfortably. So then moment not too much longer after that, Case and Wallace, you see him turn his ankle. That's mm-hmm. not not good for him. Not good for Kentucky. So now both teams probably without their most important pieces. Um, all right, let's see what happens. Vanderbilt really controlled the game. They controlled the game for a good chunk of it. Took the lead right there before half. And then were, was able to expand that lead in the second half. Uh, get up double digits on Kentucky. UK would make a run. Vanderbilt would have an answer for the run. UK would make a run. Vanderbilt would have an answer for the run. And finally, Kentucky gets ahead late in the game. And then not uh, not enough stops for the Cats and, and couldn't put it on Vanderbilt by scoring enough buckets. UK loses, and now they're, they're going to be in the NCAA tournament. That's the good news. Uh, they can lose on Saturday at Arkansas. They'll still be in the NCAA tournament. They can lose their first SEC game. They're still going to be in the NCAA tournament. So they're a lock for the NCAA tournament. Now I think a six seed becomes tougher. But really, Roush, the the – the big pictures, the path to an SEC tournament championship or an NCAA tournament Final Four, it's really a non-starter until we know the health of Case and Wallace. Yes, which after the game, John Calipari, um, I will pull up his direct quote. Uh, it, he said, uh, first of all, Kaysen, they x-rayed, he's fine. He's not swelled which I find a hard time believing, but so we'll see. I'm hoping he'll be okay for Saturday, but I don't know. And if not, we've got to figure out how we do it against pressure. Um, I, I think the other thing you have to factor in this equation too is 
that that three seed in the SEC tournament. You, we almost got fortunate enough to to see it locked up in a loss because LSU had Missouri on the ropes. They were up by nineteen at one point in the first half, and you know LSU's a two win SEC team for a reason. They blew it. I don't think they scored in the final four minutes and ended up losing. Um, that 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 would have given UK the three seed in uh, secured a double buy at least. Now things get a little tricky with tiebreakers if you don't win that game, Arkansas on Saturday, and that's going to be a very difficult game. Even if you have Casey Wallace, how he defends their their guards, right? Like the, the, those guys are great at getting to the rim. That's going to be a tall task, regardless of his health. So. Uh, you know, it, it's almost like things were going too well for Kentucky. You had to have a, a severe Wheeler's injury limit you, and then Casey Wallace aggravates one. It was a a real th- – things were looking great on the first day of March for about, I don't know, 18 hours for Kentucky fans. And then it just kind of – now all of a sudden we're back on shaky ground. Yesterday just felt weird all day. I had a weird feeling about the game maybe a little bit. But then the Wheeler news came out, and it was he had a minor procedure. It, it, we, we can't wait to get him back. I'll try to get John Calipari's uh, full quote on Wheeler, and he talked about it more before the game and after the game. More than After the game, he said it would be like a couple weeks. But Yeah. Which... So my first thought, this news comes out. This is incredibly weird. Yeah. And I don't, I don't want to, like, you know – I don't want to start rumors and anything like that. But let's just look at it at, at what we know. UK player who's been out several weeks now, as as is, what with what we believe to be an ankle sprain, potentially a high ankle sprain. That timeline adds up to what with how long Wheeler's been out, with what they've been saying. We saw him in a boot for a little bit. And, and then there are, of course, other rumors out there surrounding Wheeler. And those rumors were he's quit. He doesn't want to. He's not going to play anymore. Uh, he doesn't. He, he's not happy that his role has been decreased, and he's going to not. I, I don't know. Those were the rumors out there. You all probably heard him just as well as I did. But he was a great teammate on the bench. He, he'd be the first person up. He'd be going and high fiving everybody, and he looked happy. So I didn't really buy into the he's given up on the team rumors because look at him. He seems fine. He, he's being a good teammate. He, he's enjoying Kentucky during this positive stretch that Kentucky had. But then the news comes out yesterday, and Severe had a minor procedure unrelated to his ankle, and he'll be out a bit. Because he's recovering today, he will not be a part of tonight's Senior Day ceremony. I hate that Severe won't be able to hear BBN show him how much we all love him on Senior Day night. Looking forward to getting him back on the court with us soon. And as Roush said after the game, he said two to three weeks, which would put him, uh, that's like the most magical timeline possible because Kentucky season could expire before, oh, Wheeler's just, it was going to be next week. Oh, it's going to be in no. two days, but we lost in the tournament, so we're not going to end up getting to see him. The whole thing is weird as all get out. Yep. I, ca- I can't help but think that it was potentially a distraction last night and yep. going into senior day. And it felt like with all this – and I was thinking to myself yesterday before the game, I was like, Kentucky just can't catch a break. Even when things are going well, they can't catch a break. Now you find out that your senior point guard had a procedure that had to be done on the Tuesday of senior night. Couldn't have been done on Monday. Couldn't have been done on Sunday. Couldn't have been done a week ago. Couldn't have been done on Thursday. 
it, it had to be done on senior night. And it, it, the timing of it all, it just so happened. It, it happened at the perfect timing where he couldn't even be there. His family wasn't there. Nobody was there to represent him on the floor, except for they put Ellen Calipari out there. So and awkward. We're, we're led to believe that nothing's up, that this is just, oh, it's just course of business. Yeah, because uh, if, if it was something that just came up, too, his parents would have just gone out there for him. So, or or if it even wasn't, if it wasn't something that just came up, if it was something like, if it was something planned, you could also be like, "Hey, I'm not gonna." That's the day, the only day for whatever reason we could get surgery. Hey, mom and dad, will you all at least go out there for me while I'm recovering? You know, you could have like planned the family still have a big to do, even if they knew that severe wasn't there. But also what you said as well, where it's like, if it was just unexpected, we've got to do it today. Wouldn't his family be in town anyways and be like, hey, we'll, we'll go out there for you anyways. The whole thing is weird. So the rumors that he's given up or, you know, he's 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 shut it down or we're not going to see him again this season. How do you not buy into him when something so bizarre happens last night? So it it goes down the way that it goes down. No severe wheeler in the building. And it just so happens in this game that we find out that he's going to be out an extended period of time. UK's only point guard gets injured, gets hurt. And it looks like a pretty similar ankle turn to what Severe had initially that has kept him out so long. Now, ankle turns and sprains, they're all so different. Uh, if it's a high ankle sprain, it could literally be two months. If it's a low ankle sprain, you really could see Kaysen potentially mm-hmm. on Saturday. I do think it's a little concerning he wasn't able to get back into the game. And Roush, I can't help but default to with UK losing last night. Here's the SEC tournament seeding scenarios. Really, Kentucky's not going to win at Arkansas. I hope they do. I will gladly eat crow. Uh, I didn't feel good about this game when Kentucky was rolling, had momentum, and was at full strength. Now I worry that it could be an absolute, really bad game. UK may not have anybody that can go out there and dribble. Like that's. It may get really, really ugly. Now, big picture, Saturday doesn't matter for the. I mean, for the SEC tournament, it unfortunately probably will matter for seeding. Now, you could have you could have made sure it didn't matter by winning last night. But SEC tournament, whatever NCAA tournament, a loss on Saturday, it's not going to hurt you. But the scenarios are pretty simple. Assuming UK loses, and I believe that they will, if Tennessee goes on the road and beats Auburn. Kentucky's not getting a double bye. They're playing on Thursday, and it's really as simple as that. If Tennessee wins at Auburn, Kentucky is not getting a double bye in the NCAA tournament unless Ole Miss would win at Missouri, and that's not happening. Missouri will take care of business at home against Ole Miss. Ole Miss doesn't have their head coach. So there are some other scenarios where this doesn't happen, but let's just make a few things clear. And I hate saying this, but Kentucky's not winning at Arkansas, and Ole Miss isn't winning at Missouri. So with those two things being true, the only thing that matters is this Auburn-Tennessee game. And if Tennessee wins on the road at Auburn, Kentucky's not getting a double bye, regardless, uh, assuming Missouri wins and assuming Arkansas wins. So that's 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 terrible. Like that's that will be horrible. All you had to do is beat Vanderbilt to lock in a three spot, a pretty favorable draw at that, and you could end up just a few days later not even getting the double bye and having to play on Thursday. Now I think Auburn's going to beat Tennessee. That's the good yep. news. No Zakai Ziegler, he's out for the year. They confirmed that he tore his ACL. 
And that, and that stinks for Tennessee. That yeah. stinks for Ziegler. Uh, thoughts thoughts out to him and, and, and Tennessee fans out there. So I do think Auburn's going to win. They've lost six out of their last eight. They had Alabama on the road yeah. beat in a rivalry game. They were up big in the second in, half. In, Alabama stormed back, went to overtime. They had the same and, shot in overtime too, TJ, that um... – I mean, it it looked very close to the the Jordan Wright shot, the buzzer beater. It was like a fadeaway that hit the rim a couple of times. I I, I thought it I thought it was going in, and it, we were going to have basically identical buzzer beaters on the same night to upset top twenty five SEC teams. Man, it was a wild night of college basketball. So it comes down to this: knowing these things to be true, Arkansas beating Kentucky, Missouri beating Ole Miss. If Tennessee beats Auburn, Kentucky's the five seed. They're just that they're going to be locked into the five seed. If Auburn wins, and I do think Auburn wins, if Vanderbilt wins at home against Mississippi State, then Kentucky's the four seed. Uh, Kentucky's the four seed if Auburn beats Tennessee. So, assuming the things we know to be true, if Auburn beats Tennessee, Kentucky's locked into that four seed. So, the good news is it is a double buy. The bad news is it is on Alabama's side of the bracket. Yeah, you'd have to face The good news is, though, it's also not the 9 30 game. Yeah. Uh, it would be the 3.30. Yeah. 3.30, which can be tough for some folks with work. Um, it is what it is. So if Kentucky, if these things happen, Auburn beats Tennessee and Vandy beats Mississippi State, then Kentucky will be the four seed with Vanderbilt. It's five seed. Yeah. So yeah. you could potentially get a rematch of last night, Friday, the SEC tournament around 3.30. I don't think that's the worst thing in the world. And again, I know Vanderbilt just beat Kentucky, um, but it's better than some alternatives. And yeah, if you win, you'd have to play Alabama on Saturday. I keep defaulting back, Roush, to if Kentucky doesn't have a healthy case in Wallace for the SEC tournament, it doesn't really matter. Like you're probably losing game one anyways. So who really cares about the draw? So I've got two schools of thought here. One, it's either care about the draw and assume that Case and Wallace will be healthy, and then, all right, I want the easiest game possible on Friday, and then if it ends up having to be Alabama on Saturday, I, I can spin that as a positive for a couple different reasons. One, I don't, I'm not so sure the SEC, or the, we're not so sure that the selection committee takes into account SEC Sunday games. So if you're going to get a win over Alabama, or you're going to get a quality win in Nashville, it better be on Saturday, because that's, that's a good point. That, that's one that will be taken into consideration. Uh, two, you know, if you're going to – Kentucky is also really banged up. I know some people have this idea that if you're going to play Alabama, you'd, re you'd rather it be on Sunday because their legs will be tired. we got to worry about Kentucky's legs. Yeah. And if you're going to have a chance to upset somebody, you're going to need your own legs to be potentially fresh. Maybe better to get Alabama on Saturday where your own legs are a little bit fresher and when you're playing a rotation that's basically just seven guys and sometime even closer to six guys, you may want to play them when you're a little bit more well-rested than they are. Um, but again, none of it will matter if you don't have Cason Wallace because you're, you're not going to get past Friday without him as is. So if you do have Cason Wallace, if you can get the four seed, it, it, it's okay. It's not the worst-case scenario. It's not the end of the world. Root for Auburn to beat Tennessee on Saturday, which I do think will most likely probably happen. If you don't have Cason Wallace, Roush, I almost wish Kentucky would come out tomorrow at their press conference, if they are doing a press conference tomorrow, and come out and say, listen, Cason's going to be back. 
but the just the time t- timeline of it all, it doesn't seem like it's going to be in Nashville. We're basically just going to rest him for the NCAA tournament. Because if you look at it that way, you could have two weeks to get him totally well-rested, get that ankle ready to go. Is this is this skid going to hurt your seeding? Yeah, it will. Where you were looking at a six, potentially even up to a five, you're probably going to be closer back to that seven, eight, nine, and potentially even ten range. So anywhere in that seven, eight, nine, ten game, those two pods most likely. And we may say, well, that stinks. The six spot would have been better. It could have been easier. That's potentially true, but none of this matters. None of you know. Going back to a good Creed Bratton quote, if I can't scuba, what has this all been about? If you don't have a case in Wallace healthy for the NCAA tournament, it does not matter. You're not doing anything. So you need him to be 110% healthy. We can look at SEC tournament scenarios and SEC tournament seeds and easier pass. It doesn't matter if you don't have him. You're not winning. And we can talk about NCAA tournament and seeds and path and is it better to be a seven or a six or an eight or a nine. It doesn't matter if you don't have Case and Wallace. None of it matters. And it doesn't seem like Severe Wheeler is going to be back this season. So that, you know, it could help if you would say, all right, Kaysen's going to be out for a week, but at least you have Severe. Big picture, is he going to lead you to a Final Four? Probably not, but this can kind of get through a rough patch. You can at least be competitive, give yourself a chance to win late in games. You don't have Severe. He's gone. He's off the table. Doesn't seem like you're going to see him in a Kentucky jersey ever again. Hope to be wrong about that. Doesn't seem like it. But Roush, none of this matters if you don't have a healthy, healthy case in Wallace. So we need to know exactly what we're what we're looking at here. The for it's really hard for me to have a because you you went through so many different variables there. It's hard for me to pick which one I prefer because. Really, a lot of what was so great about the last two and a half weeks or so is you just wanted to see this team get momentum at the right time. And the injuries are just going to take some of that away. There's just, it's, it's an undeniable fact. And we've been snake bit by these as of late. Uh, it felt like Kellen Grady's feet were popping back up. You had PJ Washington injury. Like it, it just feels like that time of the year now where. This is just what we've had to go through as Kentucky fans in recent years. And now I'm at the point where it, the double buy was so important in my brain uh, because of like there, there's your opportunity to easily string together at least two wins and make it to Sunday, right? But as you said, Wallace's health is is more important. So like do you sacrifice Wallace's health? And not play him to 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 risk losing momentum, and and also the 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 thing about the injuries that we saw last year, when people came back from injuries, it really it, 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 the 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 continuity wasn't there. Now it could have been different because it was different players, right? It was Wheeler who we kind of mentioned off the top, like the fishiness around him. I when that when that news came out yesterday, I hate to go all the way back to it, TJ, but I immediately went to our radio show last year where we talked about like our concerns about Severe Wheeler. And just like, oh, huh. So you mean Severe Wheeler is an issue again? And I know that it's you're not supposed to question injuries and all that stuff, but the timing of it to like basically uh, evade senior day is just weird. Did he really think that people were going to boo him? Is he that mad he didn't want to go through senior day? I, I don't know. It, it doesn't make any – I know people can be mean online. That's not real life. Like the, that, that's not how it works. He got a loud ovation last night. So I, I, I'm, 
I don't get it. I I don't know. Yeah. And I, I'm I'm worried about the the functionality. Like right when you thought this team was gelling and coming together and gotten over a lot of this stuff, here's more stuff that they have to overcome right when it's tournament time. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I agree with that whole sentiment. And uh, we we like Matt Sack, and we hate that uh, his, his UK student career comes with a bad home loss to Vanderbilt. But just strongly kind of disagree with his tweet talking about how some fans have kind of ruined this for Wheeler. If that ins- and that's we're insinuating here, but if that's correct. You got to be a grown adult yeah. at some point. You just got to you you have you're the point guard for Kentucky, okay? You have to be the point guard for Kentucky. You cannot let Johnny Blue fan affect you that much, right? Like you're the freaking point guard of Kentucky. That's a cool thing. I, I I don't know how some people online could get you that like I I that's where I just I either disagree with that sentiment or you just got to be better. You got to be a dog. You cannot let that get you that far down. I know we live in a different day and age, but like that's eventually, yes, that stuff's going to affect you. But there, you have to draw a line in the sand and get over it because you're the you're playing for Kentucky. You're doing a lot better than all these people behind keyboards. And, and like I'm sure he has probably seen things that would make us sick. I'm sure there's been anonymous DMs and messages that have just been horrible, bottom of the barrel, scum of the earth sort of stuff. I, I don't doubt that it's out there, but like, have we not understood the online community these days? It's filled with horrible, nasty people that say horrible, terrible things. It's, but it, it, it's mostly obviously with some exceptions it's mostly pretty harmless um it's mean words and it stinks to see and nobody really likes it and and people take it too far and and those people are not good people and they've probably got a, a long list and pile of their own issues but it's just it's words and it's words when the context of a sport like i and again you know maybe the timing of it, maybe it is just totally coincidental. He is hurt, and he was bummed he didn't get to go through senior day. But give me a break. That's not what happened. That's not how this works. The dude has been sitting on the sidelines for weeks. You couldn't get this procedure done at any other time. Yeah. There couldn't have been a video message from Severe Had saying, to wait till the day of. You know, yeah. in his hospital bed saying, hey, I absolutely, it kills me not being there. I wish I could be there. The relationship is so bad between Severe Wheeler and UK fans that he couldn't even – bear to show his face for senior day at Rupp Arena, that's disappointing. And and honestly, I think while Severe, unfortunately, I do think carries a little bit of the blame for that, I think the people at UK carry the biggest blame. And maybe they tried like heck. And maybe they did everything they could to be like, Severe, it's, come on. Like you've had, we've had a fun run for two years. It's not been perfect, but you're part of this UK family. We're, we're honoring It's you. a like, kumbaya just, moment, right? Like this is supposed to be... Like you, you would have think that it under normal circumstances last night would have been a great way to bury the hatchet. Exactly, would have been a perfect way to do it. So I'm a little disappointed, people UK for not being able to make it work. And then again, maybe it truly is just an injury, and the timing of it was all bad. Then why not make a video? Then why not make a video? But in in, in doing such, and this is kind of unfortunately. Is this what he intended all along? 
But you made you made senior night about yourself, Severe yep. Wheeler, yep. without you even being there. Mm-hmm. You made the whole night about yourself. You allowed people at Rupp Arena to be whispering and talking. Why is he not here? Well, I heard that he's he's quit on the team. Why would he have a surgery the one day that he could do that? And you ended up having people talking and whispering about things that they shouldn't have been talking and whispering about when it should have been honoring a huge UK senior class that hasn't been the most successful, but has been through a lot. And things have finally been looking good. So I I was thinking that yesterday, all day. I was just like, gosh, even when things are going well for Kentucky, you still have, it's it's not going that well. You still have controversy off to the side you got to discuss. And then the game goes on, and UK can't stay freaking healthy. It's been every player. Has there been a rotation player that hasn't gotten hurt for Kentucky this year? Reeves, maybe? Uh, Maybe Reeves, Reeves, maybe Livingston. Reeves and Livingston, because Toppin missed a game. Oscar's uh, gotten hurt. O- Oscar was hurt. He had knee surgery at the beginning of the year. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Um, what is going on with everybody in UK always getting freaking hurt? It gets old. It gets annoying. Then Kaysen goes down. And was, at that point, I didn't really, I really didn't think Kentucky was going to win. Then they fought. They had some chances. But man, but that, was a bad, just... that was a bad one last night. Even without Kaysen, even with all the severe Wheeler stuff, you just needed to find a way to win that basketball game. And now, Roush, I don't even know what to expect for March. I was really excited for an SEC tournament run coming out of the three spot. You were going to maybe have to yep. beat Vanderbilt and then Texas A&M, and boom, you would have been there on Sunday. And now, if you don't have Casey Wallace, you're not even getting past Friday. You, you, there's a chance that you're not even getting past Thursday, potentially, uh, without Casey Wallace if you don't have him. And that would be a bad loss. That'd be a loss to either who, South Carolina or Ole Miss, which that wouldn't be good. So it, it's it, everything stinks just like that in a span of just like twelve hours. Here we are, UK basketball. Things aren't looking good now. If you could snap your fingers and say, "Hey, when UK tips it off Thursday of the NCAA tournament, Friday of the NCAA tournament, maybe two weeks from today, maybe fifteen days from today, if UK starts out on Friday, that Casey Wallace will be healthy. That ankle's not going to be an issue whatsoever. Then whatever, I'm fine." Uh, just get me there. I'll be ready to rock and roll. I don't care what the number next to UK's name will say. But one, I'm who knows who you know. Depending on the the extent of this injury, he 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 could be out the season. It's not impossible. We've seen ankle turns that looked less severe than that that have been longer, more nagging injuries. Um, but you just got to get him healthy. Otherwise, it's it's all over. You got to have a guard. You got to have somebody that can dribble. Yeah, um, and. Antonio Reeves is okay, but he's not very strong with the ball at all. And as we saw with Kaysen initially, when he was kind of going through this transitional period to being the primary ball handler, it takes away some of your offensive, I don't want to say offensive aggressiveness, but like the, it feels like it slows them down from a scoring aspect initially. And when C.J. Frederick is still ice cold, Coming off injury, I mean, and he's just ice cold, period. He's shooting 14 percentage points lower than he did at Iowa. Like, it's, it's easy. A lot of last night was just make shots. They had the lead the entire first half. They were getting good looks, but they weren't going down. And then uh, a four-point lead turns to a four-point deficit just in the final two minutes. And that, that switched the game. And Kentucky was playing from behind. They were in. It wasn't quite the buffer zone, TJ, but they were always about two scores behind. Every time they'd inch closer, Oscar seemingly willing Kentucky back, Vanderbilt would answer with another three-point shot. Um, but yet, Kentucky, they they had the 8-0 run. 
to tie the game. I, I thought it was a great post-up with Oscar to, to retake the lead. Vanderbilt goes down and scores, and then I did. I don't. I don't know what that offense was. I did. Reeves didn't look like he wanted to shoot that mid-range jumper. It falls off the rim. Jordan Wright goes down, puts Chris Livingston in a spin cycle. Uh, I think everybody just anticipated that it, they were going to call a timeout and run a set. Kentucky was just kind of let their guard down a little bit there. Didn't have enough pressure on him. But and and there's the game. I mean, Reeves had a good look at three to potentially win it. I thought it was going in. Uh, but instead we're because like at least if you would have won that game, you could say, you know what? Uh, there's a lot of uncertainty, but you've at least locked up the three seed. So you know that that is happening. It's an easier road, an easier path through the SEC tournament. So even if you are shorthanded, but now it's just, you know, spin the wheel and, and see where it lands. That's what it kind of feels like being a Kentucky basketball fan. We don't know where this thing's going. No, and I, I, you know, I thought Kentucky's defense that last possession that Vandy scored on was the same as all their other possessions. They they have a tough time guarding that Vanderbilt team with the way Vanderbilt bring everybody out onto the perimeter and then just have all right, we 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 like this matchup on Livingston. A lot of times it was hey, we like this matchup on Toppin. Uh, we we like this matchup getting Oscar in the screen and just see if you can go around the guard and 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 they'll have to recover. Uh, so many times Vanderbilt was able to either penetrate, get to the rim for an easy layup, or they were able to get inside, be patient, kick out for a wide open three. Sometimes they'd go in, sometimes they they wouldn't go in. And Livingston had a tough matchup. He had a tough time guarding that guy. Still forced him to kind of hit a fadeaway shot, but yeah. it, it, was, it was wide open. He had plenty of time and space to be able to get that one off. A great play call or great play design, great set there to get Reeves that look. With In those situations, teams usually panic and throw up a, a, a shot past half court um, way too early in the clock. Mm-hmm. Two, and a half, two and a half seconds, plenty of time to be able to put a dribble down, make mm-hmm. a pass if you need to. Reeves got as good as a look as as you mentioned, Roush, and he was off all night. He missed free throws too, which hurt. Yeah, Uh, it was just bad shooting night. It was he picked a bad night to have a bad shooting night, unfortunately for UK, and he didn't have enough help in some other areas for UK to be able to overcome. It's just another game that even in a bad effort from UK, it was just like he still had every chance in the world to win that game. And you're you're 100 right. If you had won last night, you you would have been able to exhale said, hey, we're the three seed. Doesn't matter what happens at Arkansas. Just You've got from Wednesday, the end of the game, to next Friday when you open up Friday at 9.30, when you open up in Nashville in the SEC tournament, you've got that amount of time to get healthy. Who cares about the Arkansas game? You're locked into your SEC spot. Who cares about what happens to other games in the league? You're probably locked into that sixth spot in the NCAA tournament, regardless of what would have happened to you against in the Arkansas game. And you would have been sitting pretty and you would have the only thing you would have needed to focus on and worry about is getting case and wallace healthy getting ready to go for the sec tournament now you're going to take some lumps down in fayetteville on saturday that can be okay but you know you do wonder about what it's going to do for the team's confidence now with a two-game losing streak going into nashville you don't control your own death what you do technically control your own destiny in the sec tournament but assuming you do lose then you got to hope some other games go your way blah 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 uh, and then, then you're waiting to see if you're healthy, and you're coming from a different spot, and you're coming from a different, more challenging road in Nashville. It just stinks. It was a really bad missed opportunity for UK. The injury luck is no good. We don't like that. That's a bummer. Nobody's blaming anybody for that. But you still needed to find a way to win at home 
against Vanderbilt on senior night in a pretty important basketball game for your team and your postseason goals. So that stinks. That was another bad game for UK. This team's been chock full of them. We're going to hit our first break. We'll come back. We can get into some text. We can talk more about the game. We can do whatever you want on your Thursday edition of Kentucky Roll Call here on Big Exports oh, Radio. DJ God. Walker, Nick Rouse, Justin Kalen. Don't tell my heart. My head can break me hard. Just don't think it understand. And if you tell my heart. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. Oh no! We suck again! Searching for you I'm sick of this rejoin, but what are we, we going to do? I'm sick of UK losing stupid basketball games to bad teams as well. Welcome back. Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio, oh, 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen. Nick Roush is going to tell you about Salsaritas. Because Salsarita is, is the best of the best of the best. It'll cheer you up after a tough Kentucky basketball loss. They've got location in St. Matthews off Hubbard's Lane, and they've got one in Middleton that's got a drive through where you can find the best sauces, the spiciest, the freshest, uh, all of the ingredients. And when I say all of the ingredients, they've got things that you don't, you don't see at most fresh cantinas, whether it's the fajita vegetables, the shrimp, uh, the steak. Oh, so tasty, so delicious, so good. Uh, whether you like your uh, Mexican in a quesadilla, a burrito, a quesarito, a taco, taco bowl, taco salad, they've got it all at Salsaritas. Download the app before you go, though. You, you're going to save some money. They're going to give you deals all the time. They're going to hook you up because Salsaritas is simply the best. We love Salsaritas. It'll cheer you up even after a bad night of basketball for UK. I just... So many woulda, coulda, shouldas this season, Roush, that would just change the overall big picture look, seed line, the whole the whole shebang. And you can just add last night to the list of them in some ways uh, as frustrating, if not more frustrating than any. How, how can, again, I get it, Cason Wallace was hurt, but how can you look so good and do so many nice things against Auburn on Saturday and then just come out? And miss so many shots I mean, they miss on so many Wednesday shots. against Vanderbilt. Uh, again, not having case and hurts. That's really hard. It, Kentucky, you you can make a case that like Kentucky just not kind of waving the white flag once it once it was clear Wallace wasn't coming back was going to be tough because you if you're asking somebody to play point guard that is not used to playing point guard. It's a it's a tough situation, and yeah. thank goodness CJ Frederick is back to be able to provide some minutes, but. You know, there's limitations there. I also think too, TJ, that it's 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 the most difficult position to put a band-aid on because you're so reliant on that person to get everybody else started. So then trying to run stuff becomes more difficult uh, because people are just put in different situations. So I think that forced them to settle uh, maybe more than they, they would have liked to. But, I mean, 19 to 59. From the field, three of nineteen from three, and I mean, and a lot of those were just wide open looks in the first half, just wide open, missing them, uh, missed so many shots, and 
there there are some some big picture things uh, with this team that I think a lot of people are going to focus on that like I, I think can be solved uh, with with a different roster, right? Uh, but in the immediate future, a lot of this is just all right. Antonio Reeves, you've got to be good at hitting that floater. The arrow, you have to be competent to play some meaningful minutes off the bench. And CJ, you just have to knock down shots because they're going to run, especially a guy like Jerry Stackhouse. Not every team will do this, but CJ Frederick is the, he's going to get put on an island at times at Arkansas. I mean, they're going to, they're going to, coaches are going to game plan to go right at him. So you have to counterbalance that, right? And that's what we were saying about when Oscar was struggling uh, offensively. When they were going at him defensively, you can live with those defensive lapses if you can make if you could score right. And last night he did a little bit of everything: twenty-one points, twenty rebounds. And Patrick Young on the SEC Network said it after the game, and I agree with him. Man, should have just gone gone, gone to him more uh, there in the second half. I know we don't like when Kentucky gets in just force feeding Oscar mode. But he had a decisive advantage over Moore Brown. Kentucky should have just let him eat in the second half and live with the consequences. Yeah, woulda, coulda, shoulda. Always the way that it goes. I, I thought they 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 fed him maybe a few possessions. They should have been more Eager. purposeful with getting him the ball. Yeah, just you know made made it a point of emphasis to try to get him the ball. And then the second half, they did a fine, you know, they did a good enough job making sure he was getting fed and getting the ball. Cause it was, a, it was an advantage to UK, but not to the point where it was like everybody else shut down the number one priorities to get Austria the ball. I still thought the offense was running smooth. I, I thought one of the commentators said it well last night. I think he said it early in the second half. He was like the, the effort and energy from Kentucky is solid. It's just the execution part. I think he actually was talking about both teams at this point in the game. He was like, the energy and effort in this game's good, just the execution's a little lacking. And it felt like that was the story of the night for UK. Do I wish that they maybe they were like a little bit hungrier to get stops on defense? Yes, but I've wished that all season with this team. They're not a good defensive team. But I thought the offense was, without Kaysen in the game, with that caveat, which is a big one, I thought the offense was solid. You just need to make shots. You just have to hit open shots. I don't know how many missed open shots this team can stomach, but it's certainly more than more than I can. But Toppin going one of seven, like he, he he's been he's been a force for you. He's been incredibly reliable and consistent. One of seven for him, that's that's not great. Uh, you know, again, Oscar, I think he probably should have gotten more shots. Uh, but then Frederick, two of seven. And then Reeves, four of seventeen. Like it, that's why you lost the game. You yeah. lost by two points at home. Look at those numbers: one of seven, two of seven, four of seventeen. Especially, your- especially Jacob Toppin, because he'd been your most consistent guy as of late. What was it? Twelve mm-hmm. straight games in double figure scoring. One of seven. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you it just in five of those were from the free throw line. Ugh. And Kentucky missed 10 free throws. You, you missed 10 free throws. Oscar, you missed four. That's all right. You can live with Oscar missing four. Toppin missing two is not all right. Reeves missing three is definitely not okay. Like, you, you wonder how you lost the freaking game. You did it right there. You did mm-hmm. it by missing open shots. I guess maybe saying all this should make me feel better that, like, listen, this Kentucky team can be okay. You just can't be ice cold, and you'll find ways to lose yeah. game. You can't be ice cold and not also have your best defender and your best point guard. 
So get Wallace healthy, actually healthy, not like 70% healthy. And can this team make it out of the first weekend? Yes, they can. Is it going to be tough? Yes, it will be. But you you just got to get healthy. You got to get healthy. You got to get Wallace back before you can even look at anything. Let's head on over to the sword and stacks line. 13 missed shots. Just, whew, it's a lot of missed shots. They've been playing really well. Yeah. You know, you 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 figured maybe a bad game was somewhere coming down, and if it if it was last night versus in two weeks versus the opening round of the NCAA tournament, then we're going to be happy it was last night. But last night was a bad one. You lost by two to a Vanderbilt team. You missed ten free throws. Everybody missed a ton of shots. Ah, oh, it shouldn't have happened. Uh, all right, what's the first text we got here today? Ooh, we got to do quite a bit of scrolling here on the Thornton Stetson. I think the current rendition of CBS College basketball theme is the best. Seems they've added more oomph and emphasis. It's the best. Oh yeah, Roush, you missed my CBS rejoin yesterday for the start of March. Oh, I was I was listening to some of the show, uh, but was in the doctor's office for a good chunk. Did Trevor mention that he bet on the cards the night before? Or did he say that nugget for the Mike Rutherford show? He he mentioned it. He he talked that Spears convinced him to bet two hundred dollars on the U of L money. I don't. Line. I mean. Th- Spears might convince you to bet on the money line, but did he convince you $200? Like, Jesus, Trevor. $200, yeah. And Trevor's like, I've been winning a lot of bets lately. But we appreciate Trevor hopping on. It was a lot of fun hearing from him. It really it really was. I like, uh, I, I do like the one from the 90s that started with, like, a electric guitar strum. You know what I'm talking about? The boom. That's fun. It was a good time. A texter says, Scoots, I also do not use deodorant, and I never have. I was married to my wife for over 10 years before she discovered I did not use deodorant, and she was shocked because she never smelled anything she did not like. Scoots, you be you, and if they don't smell you, then they don't matter. Thanks for having my back, texter, but how in the world were you and your wife married for 10 years before she found that out? You're you're never in the bathroom together at the same time? Did you hear about, yeah, yeah, I'm also curious about the 10-year aspect for finding that out. That that maybe is the bigger story to this whole. But did you hear them talk about you on the Rutherford show, Justin? Uh, Briefly, yeah, I heard them briefly mention it. They, they mentioned that there's like this gene that 2% of the population has that you just don't smell. Huh, isn't that the number I threw out, 2% of people? Wow, I'm a genius. I don't think you did. I did. I, 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 I've got the rant ready to play whenever y'all want to play it. I, I literally say, sorry. Well, actually, that wasn't in the rant yesterday, but I said earlier in the oh. week, I'm in the 98%. I'll go back and find it. No problem. Oh. So you, you're, you're thinking that you're in that 2% of the population. 1,000%. I brought it up. I actually brought it up to several coworkers yesterday. One of them. I was sweating in studio yesterday. It was like 76 degrees in here, which it is now still. So it's pretty warm in here. And then I went to work and I busted my butt for about two hours, was sweating like a madman. Had one of my, our director of sales was coming and helping me inspect rooms. I was nasty. I mean, I, I could smell myself a little bit, and which I feel like you can always smell yourself more than anybody can smell you. But I straight up asked her, I was like, do I, do I stink to you? She's like, yeah, no, my, my brother doesn't wear deodorant either, and he's never stunk either. So, so she was polite. No, nah, she would tell me. She's pretty real. So what'd you smell like? I don't know, just a little musty. I mean, I smelled it, but I, nobody else did, so it's not, it's not bad. Yesterday, Roush, I'll be the first Roush, to tell you, yesterday should have been a deodorant day. Roush, you got to run in there and, and give him a whiff, buddy. 
Do I need to? You're gonna have no. to go give him a big old whiff. I showered it. That armpit. Showered at midnight last night, Roush. You don't need to do all that. That was less than eight hours ago. Uh, I uh, oh, sounds like somebody's a little scared. <laughs> I'm one of the scared to have their armpits sniffed on live radio. <laughs> I typically throw some do after I get out of the shower because I'm just a sweaty guy. My wife is like, "Don't you ever just want to let him breathe a little bit? Like you're you're putting deodorant on before you go to bed." I'm like, "Yeah, but I, I'm a sweaty guy. I don't. You, you just." I'm I'm the I'm the antithesis of the scoots. Did either one of you all ever play Bo Monster as a kid? Ooh, never heard that one. That's going to be a negative. Okay, just me, I guess. You all think Cal is hiding the real reason as to why Wheeler isn't playing? The Sack Attack tweeted out that the reason he's not playing is due to criticism of his play by fans. Uh, another texter says, "Why is Matt Sack blaming fans for Severe having a minor procedure? Not sure how that's the fans' fault." Another texture says, well, regardless of what's going on with Wheeler, we can only go so far with Wallace playing 40 minutes every game. Well, I think he could maybe do it. I just don't know how any player can play 40 minutes. Maybe hope and pray the arrow can handle the ball for five to ten minutes. Well, your hopes and prayers were answered, and they were answered with a resounding no. The arrow sure. cannot play point guard. 100 the, the, the scouting report, Vanderbilt, it did not take them. It took them very few possessions against Auburn to realize what you needed to do against the arrow, and that is go get them. Go tack him. He can't handle it. He, he's he's not point guard ready. Probably isn't just ever going to be a point guard again in his in his basketball career. So the arrow ain't the answer. The answer is going to have to be you hope that Reeves and CJ can do it. And then also I think Toppins. If if Wallace is out, as crazy as it is, Toppins if he's got a four on him, Vanderbilt eventually went to the five guards. But if Toppins got a big on him, you're going to need to let him take the ball out a little bit or bring the ball up a little bit as well. But you can't have it beat the arrow. It's going to have to be Reeves, Frederick, with maybe a little help from Toppin and Livingston here and there. But uh, And then I, we mentioned it to start the show today. I, I disagree with Sack's assessment. If Wheeler really didn't come out because of fans or negative fan reaction, that's really embarrassing for Wheeler. Uh, it's really it's not a good look for Wheeler. you got to be an adult. you got to... You got to people may be unfair to you and you may not get the criticism you or you may get criticism you feel like you do not deserve. It's it's sports and it's life. And you got so I totally disagree with Sack's assessment there. But we don't I don't always have to agree with him. Uh, we, we can disagree on things, yeah, but we disagree with it, folks all the time. Um, not I just a, not a good not a good look for Wheeler. I, the situation in its own. I mean, regard even if he did, even if he did get a, a procedure and it was the only day he could do it yesterday, no video message, no, you know, why, why that day? Why, why of all days that day? Whatever. The, the, the Whatever. thing we're that, not going to see him in a UK jersey again. Yeah, yeah, that that's abundantly clear. And I was kind of leaning towards that anyway, um, but it's it's a hundred percent clear now that that's not going to happen. Shout out, shout out to Jack Pilgrim for he, he had some nice scoop on, on the severe Wheeler situation, but even before that minor procedure was announced, I, I, I found it interesting that Jack was on kind of one side of things with severe Wheeler and Kyle Tucker. Cause I think both those guys are connected. And, and when, and when they talk, you should listen to them was on a different Kyle was like, yes, we're going to see Wheeler again this season. Everybody chill out. And Jack was said, I don't think we're going to see him again. And it was interesting because it seemed like they both were getting the same information, except Jack's Jack had, I think, the right spin on it. And kudos yeah. to him for taking this, where he was like, yeah, people at UK are saying that we're going to see him again and seeing that we're going to, he's going to play again. I just don't believe him. Like, I just don't right. believe the people. What they're telling me is I don't believe. 
and good on Jack because that's a tough thing to do. One, getting inside info when it comes to UK basketball is hard enough as is. But two, to take some of that info and then just be able to sniff it out as potentially BS, I think is pretty impressive as well. So credit to Jack for that because I think he's probably been right with this Wheeler situation from the get-go. Yeah, and it's also tough to, to do that because when you call them out on their BS, then they might not – they might quit giving you scoop too, so it's a it's a fine line to play. Um, but I, I think he got it right, and I and the thing that uh, in all of this situation too is that that it just doesn't really make sense to me. I felt like fans didn't really give a damn about Wheeler anymore. Like we had moved on. The winning had gotten agree. People I totally off. agree. It came out of oh my gosh, Roush. I totally it, agree. It just like it, it brought everything back up. We had had a mm-hmm. couple successful weeks with him on the bench. We kind of forgot he was there. And when he came back, it was gonna be just it was gonna be gravy, right? All right, good. We got some extra depth there. And you know what? He could have been the hero last night. He could have been the hero on senior night. Mm-hmm. I totally I totally agree with everything you said. Uh, that was my thought. Is like you could have you could have just not even mentioned a minor procedure. You could have just done what you've done the last four weeks. Had him out there, wave to the fans, go through the hoop, be on the bench, and it everything would have been fine. I, I totally agree with you. And if it is something along the lines of he is healthy enough to play, and they just opted to do this because they want it, like then that's then that's bogus. And I hope that news gets out there if it's true. I, I think the truth needs to get out there. And maybe the truth is just what they're portraying to us. Usually I give UK the benefit of the doubt with this stuff, but last night doesn't pass the stink test whatsoever. The procedure had to be done on senior night. There's no video, no nothing. Give me a break. All right, hour one done. Uh, It'll be a short hour for me as I'm hitting vacation during hour number two. Hitting the slopes, baby. Flight, hitting the warm city of Colorado. The Sunshine State. We'll be back hour two. Kentucky Roll Call coming up next on Big X Sports Radio. I ain't as good as I once was. My, how the years have flown. But there was a time back in my prime. Say over. I ain't heard no family. Welcome back for hour two of Kentucky Roll Call. Nothing is over until we decide it is. With Walker and Roush. We're just getting started, bro. Welcome back, hour number two, Kentucky Roll oh, Call here on Big X Radio. Okay. One more segment for me before weekend getaway time. And you will be stuck with Roush and Scooch the rest of the week, although an exciting Kentucky roll call tomorrow as Roush will be in Indianapolis. Roush, tell us about your travel plans. Yeah, we'll tell be us at, about your weekend. We'll be at the Combine. Uh, Luck and I are leaving at the end of the show today, going straight up there to talk with the DBs, Carrington Valentine. But uh, he'll be on the show with me tomorrow morning, so that'll be exciting. We're doing some YouTube shows in the afternoons today. Day and tomorrow, uh, speaking with Levis tomorrow, so should be a lot of fun. Should be a lot of fun. Uh, uh, it's 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 only right though that I'm uh, hacking and snotty going up to Indy because one of us is always a little little under the weather for this trip. So um, that that this is March slash February, um, but I, I want to hear more about your weekend getaway. Uh, is it going to be balmy in the beaches of Colorado where you're headed? Oh, yeah. I, I, I think one day we're going to get into the 30s, so watch out. 
Oh, watch out. The, the, it is, I mean, people that live out there or have more experience with mountains or it's a, it's a no doy comment, but it is crazy. Like Denver, the weather when we're going to be in Colorado is going to be pretty solid, like not, not warm enough to go golfing or anything like that, but like, it's not going to be too shabby when the sun's out. It'd probably be pretty nice, but you get up in those mountains and it gets like 25 degrees colder, uh, which is crazy, but yes, it's going to be cold. I, I want people to take this next 20 minutes advice for flying with a 17 month year old, 17 month, month old, 17 year old, 17 month old, not a 17 year old, 17 month old, any advice, any tips, um, how to make things easier. All right. My main tip is. You've never flown with a baby. No, no, no. But I, I do know how to keep them distracted on trips. Uh, Disney plus app. You can like download stuff to it so you can watch it offline and you don't need Wi-Fi so that you can at least have some shows loaded up for, for, to distract Lucy for some of it. But yeah, I'm sure that's not going to be, it's not going to be ideal. Um, also drink lots of water, uh, today. Don't, don't want to, so then your, your adjustment to the altitude won't be as drastic. Water is the, the key to curtailing that. I was, I was t saying it's March though. I can, I can have beer again. Yeah. The other thing too, don't buy beer at gas stations up there because it's called like how low beer, I think is what they call it. Scoots where it's half the ABV of what? Yeah. Because I, I think that's because of like the altitude. They don't want people coming in and just getting sloshed. So you have to go to a liquor store or an establishment to get, uh, as my son would call it, the reggae beer. So I'm only getting a 3% platinum out there. That sucks. Yeah. Yeah. Unless you go to a liquor store, but at a gas station or a grocery store, it's it's all high low beer. Also, any tips about having a seventeen month old kid in cold in snow and uh, like Lucy's not going to be going skiing or anything like that. But I bet one day we'll probably go up the mountain with her. So any tips or tricks would be much appreciated on the Thornton's text line, and Thornton's is appreciated. We love Thornton's. I'm a huge fan. I like punching in my number anytime I fill up at the pump and, and seeing just that total get taken off a little bit. Everybody loves a little cheaper gas. Everybody loves to save money. You can do that with the Refresh Rewards app at Thornton's. Pop in at Thornton's today and text on into the show, 502-414-1450. Roush, the flight's about like two hours, 40 minutes, three hours, however long it is. Not too bad. Not terrible, but it's... Lucy's nap time right in the middle of it or flight leaves around 11 her nap time you can almost set your watch to it is around noon and it's going to be I'm, I'm intrigued by what's going to happen how long is he, said nap time she'll usually nap for about two hours Ooh, yeah. I mean there give, is give or, give or take there's no better place to take a nap than on a plane in my opinion well you're also you know you can't think of any better place to take a nap I, I'm a I have I can't recall one plane flight I've taken in my life that I didn't take a nap. I, I love it. I sleep so well on planes. What about cuddled up with your boo thing in the Walmart storage shelves? Yeah, no, I'd rather sleep on a plane. We didn't do a whole lot of sleeping. Oh, doo doo doo. Got him. Uh. <laughs> oh boy. I I I'm a terrible plane sleeper. Um, I can do it if I'm exhausted, but a terrible setup for me. 
so it's one of two things. It's one, the, the nap time, you couldn't ask for a better time. She will sleep on the plane, and bada boom, bada bing, we'll have it pretty easy. Yeah, I mean, it's a coin flip. You're either or, getting sleeping baby or you're getting mm-hmm. the just, uh, yep. Yep. It's because, you know, when the baby can't sleep, they get grumpy, they get frustrated, they're angry, they throw little tantrums. And if she's not able to sleep on the plane because one, the experience of flying is going to be exciting for her and new, and, or, you know, she's also had ear tubes and ear issues her entire life. So maybe yep. the out, maybe the, maybe her ears are going to pop and that's going to scare her and make her mad and angry or something like that. So there's a chance one, she'll sleep and it'll be great. Or two, she'll just be super ticked off, frustrated, mad, not able to sleep, in which case it will be three hours from hell. My parents took me to Germany when I was about Lucy's age, TJ, and they said I cried the entire flight. So, and I'm not a baby. Yeah, how old was this when you were like 12 or 13? Yeah, I was actually 14, but... (laughs) (laughs) I just hated flying. I just uh, <laughs> had a fear of planes. No, uh, that that is a fear of mine, Scoots, that she'll just cry the entire flight. But the good news is all my family is going to be on this. So that means there's going to be at least five or what, four four other kids? Oh, so yeah. there's a chance that your kid isn't the one that's ticking everybody else off. It's like when you're getting chased by a lion, just don't be the slowest. Just don't be the worst baby. Don't you're- be the baby that cries Man. the most. Imagine being on this flight with a whole Walker family. <laughs> God. Here's what you do, TJ. You hand little Lucy off to Pop Pop and, and Meemaw and, and call it a day. Oh, old Peepaw? Hand, <laughs> hand, hand her off to old Peepaw? That's not yeah. a bad idea. Um, the good news is we will have like the entire row to ourselves. We, we, we had a free ticket, so we were just like, you, I guess you don't have to have a ticket for a baby. Uh, I guess not. Like, there's a certain cutoff. Pretty sure you don't. But we did it anyway, so now we'll have... So we'll have a little bit of room. We'll be around our own family. Should be okay. But I'm I'm very anxious about nap time. So, around noon today, be thinking of me when I'm up in the plane. Either things are going swimmingly, or it's just probably... Yeah, like the movie Snakes on the Plane, but instead of snakes that were dangerous, it'll just be like five crying kids. Yep. Your bro- not, not really like the, not like the movie at all. Your brother texted into the text line. I'll read it since you won't be here, but he said, try flying today with two under two. Cry me a river. Oh. Yeah, but Johnny, your youngest is, your youngest that's like six months or however old little Brooksy is, like he's just going to sleep. He'll be fine. I, I just, I. Emma, Emma will probably be pretty loud. I just can't believe y'all are doing this. So, I more power to you. I hope you have a great time. Couldn't be me. <laughs> I would just what be like, you, what? What part of it? All of it? Yeah, like I would just do an easier vacation with so many little ones, right? Like, could just drive to the beach or something, or fly to the beach, or we're going to the Gaylord or Aurora. It's like the Gaylord Rockies. It's like the Gaylord Opry, but it's out, you know. So are they going to have like a big indoor water park for the kids to go to or something? Or They do. So we're doing okay, that that's, today, that's tonight. Nice. Yeah, there we go. And 
the Avalanche are playing in town. I really kind of wanted to maybe make that go to that game, but that probably is going to be unlikely. So we've got that today, and then tomorrow we'll have about an hour and a half drive to get to where we're going, and then we'll we'll be there until Tuesday, and then come back on on Tuesday. It'll be great, Roush. It'll be fun. You got this. I, I'm excited for when you get back to hear stories of your travails because there is just it's a lot of kids. A lot of kids. It's a lot of kids. Gonna be cold weather. Can't really. Can't be like, hey, just go outside. Yeah, go, just go play. play. And it's and it's a lot of young kids, babies. It's not like kids go. You keep yourself occupied. Like you have to have an adult with their eyes actually engaged in watching them. Yep, should be fun. You're really looking like I, I don't want to wish the time away. It's fun, but that day is going to be nice when you can quote unquote watch the kids and you're just not really paying attention to them. You're just there, you know, you're just like in the same room drinking beer with people and you're not actively paying attention. That's going to be nice. Someday a texter on the Thornton's text line says, TJ, I'm glad to hear you criticize Matt. I listen to KSR most days and enjoy probably 60% of it. That being said, the fact they can't understand why so many people have issues with what they say is insane to me. It's obvious he is anti-Cal. Just look at how he talks about Stoops versus Cal and the show is an echo chamber for them to tell each other that they never said anything wrong and they're always right. Also barely anyone willing to call them out on things. They do their own show. They have their own opinions. We're not always going to agree with it. Uh, I also don't think it's a big deal to talk about it. This is sports. It's fun. We're having fun. Well, Can't you tell? Having so much fun after another loss. A 10-loss season. Not great, Bob. So, so what do you what do you think is going to happen, Roush? What do you what's is Wallace healthy for the SEC tournament? Is, is does it matter if he is or if he isn't? What would what would you do if you're you're Calipari? Again, I know so much of this depends on on Wallace's health. Cuz I'm almost at the point where it's just like just punt just punt on, like, just get to the NCAA tournament. I don't care if you're even an 11 seed. Like, just get to the NCAA tournament and have that dude be 100% healthy. Because uh, I think that's almost where I'm at. The thing is, is Cal typically does punt in these situations. When there's an iffy injury, he'll he'll take the extra time. But I, he's never had a point guard and then not having a backup. So, I don't know. It, it, it might be wholly dependent on matchups, but I – I'm not confident. If they end up playing on Thursday, they'll win that game, probably lose Friday, be a, be in the 8-9 game, get Wallace healthy, and then then there's a chance where they could they could upset a one seed and, and get to the Sweet 16. That's kind of where I'm thinking. The, the dumb roller coaster of this season is we were really high, we're going to go really low again for another two weeks, and then we're going to get really high again. Maybe last night's the game that you look back on and say UK lost to Vanderbilt and they lost to Arkansas, but they didn't lose again. Wouldn't that be something? But yeah, I'm not. I'm not so sure. Just you got it. Any and that's the thing is that like while an SEC tournament run would be huge for this fan base, and I think to some degree needed. It's not really going to change our outlook for the, on the season one way or another. Like the 18 team won the SEC tournament, and we don't look really at that team all that differently. Like that was fun in the moment that it happened, but, but they lost to Kansas 20, State. 20, 2016 was a hell of an SEC tournament run and made for a really memorable SEC championship game. But we don't look at that season all that differently. I really just think the main goal of this team is be as healthy as possible for that first NCAA tournament game. And Roush, I'm I'm not going to be I'm I'm lying to myself. These words are not true. 
but I'm not going to care what happens until the NCAA tournament because none of it matters. It's not going to change our outlook. I'm at least telling myself that. I don't actually believe it because I'm going to get mad on Saturday well, when they lose. And, and I'll definitely get upset during the SEC tournament. But I'm telling myself none of it matters till the NCAA tournament. Just be healthy. See, and while that is a truth, you and I both know basketball is a momentum sport, and we have so much more belief when they pick up a couple of wins in these SEC tournaments. To, okay, this team's got some momentum, and they had it, and reca- like, it was so hard for them to get that momentum that I'm, I'm, I'm worried about the level of gif- difficulty it's going to be to recapture that momentum. Unless C.J. Frederick, like, uh, like a lot of this, C.J., just go get hot. Chris Livingston, momentum. play like you were. I mean, there, there, there are some I – can, I can see how it happens. I know how it could happen. It's just, it's just really hard for my gut to believe that it will, knowing the ups and downs of this Kentucky basketball team. I've had that worry as well, just the, like, how many times can this team dig a little deeper? And that's why last night I just, I wanted it so badly for them because you'd be able to say, hey, you all played horribly. That was a bad game. But you won. You got rewarded with a win for your efforts. Go out there, just play tough, stay healthy against Arkansas, and let's regroup. And, hey, look, look at the way you all finished the year. Pretty darn good. But they didn't get rewarded for their efforts, and instead they got punished for their horrible performance, and rightfully so. They deserved it. How many more times can they go get them again? Hold on to the rope. Keep digging in. There's going to be a payoff of a deep March run. Maybe there will be, but I'm less confident after last night. How could you not be? A texter says, hey, fellas, Brad from Bellbrook here. Just want to say this is absolutely disgusting and despicable how JMI essentially running our nil department. Small town businesses should be the ones thriving off name, image, and likeness, and yet they're being asked to jump through hoops and play astronomical fees to be allowed to use the UK logo. There's honestly no single reason as to why Kentucky shouldn't have one of its top nil programs in America, and yet we have an AD who has spoken publicly about how about his dislike for players being paid, and while we are essentially letting a company run our nil program who refuses to allow companies a seat at the table unless they pay a $15,000 fee, Kentucky doesn't have an NFL team, they don't have an NBA team, they don't have MLB, NHL, the state of Kentucky lives and dies for Kentucky athletics. Why is this current system making it so hard for our people and our fans to help out with what we adore so dearly? It's beyond frustrating. I think- for contracts, baby. I think he's referring to the licensing at Shop Local KY. Is that? Yeah, they're making a big stink about it, about how they're just not going to be able to make UK products anymore because their UK licensing wasn't approved. I won't pretend to know all the details about it. I do know there are a lot of people that make a stink about all this, and it's something that obviously UK is going to need to look into and address. I also understand that part of this could have UK's just have its arm tied because it may be signed a bad contract. They didn't think nil was going to be the thing that it is as of today when it signed with JMI, and now it's got a, mo- a lot more hurdles and hula hoops that it has to get through uh, without when it didn't expect it when they initially signed the contract. So, But I won't pretend to know all the details about it. I'm just trying to kind of play both sides here. Yeah, um, I just will say that I um, – man, that guy really annoys me on social media. I had to unfollow him. <laughs> the Shop Local KY people. And I, I, have, I don't have enough time for this. I don't follow him, so I saw the one video. Um, a lot of gusto, but I, I don't follow him, so I'm not really sure with what you're talking about. One thing I will say, though, like UK as a whole, you know, I don't think this is the, the chickens coming to roost situation here, but they're, you, 
it's made much about how Cal doesn't really do local interviews. They we have a current outstanding request to UK football to have somebody come on and talk. I guess somewhere in the meantime, 11 personnel and Roush, you all were able to get Liam Cohen on or an Elise agreement. I'm still waiting just to hear back after being told yes about like a whole UK athletics in terms of their, just their media relations with shows, I think could be better basketball more than anything else. Football does a good job with it. Even if I do wish they'd get back to me at the current moment, but basketball is just terrible for the most part. They they should do all they, – they, they need a completely overhaul. And I know that this is a different sphere than the nil stuff, but it's all under the same umbrella. They need to be more friendly with with local entities, in my opinion. But a different rant for a different day. Uh, I'm, we need to bring this up before you go, TJ, because I think you'll enjoy this text. I'm going to bring this to you guys' attention. At DeSales Career Day, and a certain radio personality called in sick, Funny how he doesn't have KRC Big X on his old name placard thing. Just a sad setup. Saw kids cry. Side note, did overhear the dentist at, from Mortensen Family Dental say, why do you have to stick me next to Roush? I don't think it was in jest either. Sounds like this guy wants to knock out Nick's teeth and give him some fresh veneers. Anyway, Dougie's down Vandy, Ford half, and I can't believe you didn't read the Ford Warren text last week. Thought that was edgy radio. I'll leave it again. And no, we're not reading that texture. We're not reading your Florida Lauren text. So wait, was it's that a Palmley bro? A Palmley bro was there yesterday? Wow. And Roush, you don't put Big X or Kentucky Roll Call? That's par for the course. Yeah, I mean. Uh... No. Texture says, if Kaysen is healthy, can't play, he's awful, sorry. I'll actually just read some of the texts that came in from the snow. As a mom in a snowy region, I feel I can speak to this. You are already winning by having a lot of family to pass her around to on the plane. The secret, it's called Benadryl. Don't judge. As far as playing in the snow, kids love it for some silly reason. Just make sure she's bundled up and have some aquaphor along with potential chapped cheeks. Safe travels. That's from Joe Lee. Thank you, Joe Lee. That's, that's Those are some good recommendations. And the good thing is they'll like really wear themselves out in the snow. Yeah, yeah. Running around out it's there. It's like swimming. It's like the swimming of winter is playing in the snow. Absolutely. A uh, texter says, oh, that's uh, that's a sports text. Infant in lap is no ticket required. Also take portable battery-operated fan with you if you have one. Also rubber toys that can be dropped many times without noise. Oh, that's a good idea. That's a good idea. We flew our 16-month-old and tried to do it during nap time, and it was a big mistake. He was oh, angry no. times five, and we were the parents with the crying baby. It's awful. Oh, oh great. no. That's that's what I'm worried about, Texter. I think that exact scenario could be me in just a matter of hours. Take some diamonds for Lucy on the flight. Hey, how about that? All right. Is Lucy in the sky with diamonds? I got it. I'm hearing the baby coo upstairs. This is this is my my weekend getaway swan song. Mm -hmm. I'm being called to the fly to the to the skies. All right, everybody, wish me luck. I really hope I'm wrong about UK's chances in Arkansas, but I've been pretty consistent with the, how I felt about this game even before last night and even before the case in Wallace, and it really wasn't going to be a big deal. If they were to happen to steal one, it would totally make up for last night and probably be the better of the scenarios if you were going to go one and one this week. So uh, we'll see. I'm not feeling great about that one. When I come back Wednesday, we'll likely hopefully be previewing a double buy. There's a chance, though, that Thursday could be a game day edition of Kentucky Roll Call. Uh, if, if Tennessee beats Auburn, then Kentucky most likely playing on Thursday. 
down in Nashville. But everybody have a good weekend. Enjoy it. You'll be in good hands with Roush and Scoots today and then Roush and Luckett tomorrow. And Roush will have fun things planned for you on Monday and Tuesday. I'll be checking in here and there. Uh, so this show will be back after this. I will not be. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Roll Big Export Radio. Everybody have a good weekend. Cow. Be safe. Welcome back to Kentucky Roll Call. It's like, how can you, how can you hate? How can you hate? You just gotta like look at her and be like, ugh, she probably smokes marijuana. Bad, bad girl. It's a party in the USA. It's a party. It's a party. It's a party. Welcome back in Kentucky Roll Call. One final segment here, oh, here Thursday God. morning. TJ Walker off to his weekend getaway. Nick Roush in the scooter. Dingus. Justin Kalen. Who do you got any more games tonight, Scoots? Uh no, I got today tonight off. I've got a game on Friday night and then three on Saturday. I've never called three games in one day in my career, so really excited about Ooh, Saturday. First time for everything. Yeah, Are I they think, gonna be regional I, tournaments? Uh sixth region. Yeah, I got sixth region. I don't want to say seventh oh, region. Oh wow, that's yeah. exciting. Yeah. I, I hope that my DeSales Colts are in it. They got Evangel tonight. It's going to be a tall task because Evangel's got a bunch of six foot 10, 11 guys. Mm-hmm. Sierra Malonga is going to uh, East Carolina. Big kid. Well, if they make it, I might need some advice. And DeSales has a. I mean, that's kind of how they beat teams is with their, their size. And they're going to have that size advantage tonight. So hopefully they get a dub um, out of Valley High School, but I'm not. Not holding my breath, but it'd be it'd be cool. I really am excited to go to Valley. So I was at Henry County last night, which is arguably my favorite gym mm-hmm. in Kentucky. Valley's a probably a close second. That place is pretty sweet. Very opposite spectrums. So yeah. On oh yeah. Opposite ends of town. No um, doubt. But uh, no, that should, that should be exciting. Scoots get yep. to call the the regional final games. Yep. Um, was very fun. I did not get to brag about DeSales ending another PRP season, but there's definitely a budding rivalry. Uh, they ended the baseball season and. Got a bunch of fights after it, so it's it's uh, getting contentious, getting contentious in the south end between the two, those two schools. But we'll have to see that win at PRP the other night. I love to see the Kentucky women's basketball team get a win too. Kyra Elsey now six and one as a coach in the SEC tournament, which is just they've already started their conference remarkable. tournament. Yes, uh, a lot of women's basketball teams hmm. are this week, and then they take a week off before selection Monday. Uh, but. Uh, Scoots, did you did you see the what the the big talk of the game yesterday? The fight. I didn't. No. Let's hear it. So after after a made Kentucky basket, you know sometimes the ball just falls into your hands, right? If you're on the offense, mm-hmm. and instead of just dropping it, she kind of as she was running down the floor, like just held the ball up and kind of shoved the ball into the the girl that was defending her, right? Asia Petty was. So the Florida girl grabs the ball, just turns and launches it at her. And it did not hit her. It was not anywhere close. And then it turned into, do you remember the fight in the NBA a few years ago where the guy just kept storming at LeBron? Mm. And they he, he was kind of just running all over. Like it was a very slow, and then he just starts sprinting over the court and people were trying to stop him. I don't think I remember that one, no. 
Yeah. Well, th- this one, the girl kind of she threw the ball at her. The girl for UK ran away, and the Florida girl slowly stalked and then just started sprinting after her. It was like chasing around the court. There was a big pile up. Ultimately, four uh, players on each team were ejected. <laughs> it's pretty wild. Pretty wild scenes in the opener of the uh, of, of the SEC tournament between the 14 and the 11 seeds. Um, so re- really amusing, really entertaining. But it ultimately, I think, fuel, helped fuel Kentucky to a win. Uh, they they were shorthanded, but they still were able to out rebound Florida, who pretty much lost all of their bigs. Had to play with five guards for the rest of the game. Uh, Kentucky ends up winning, staying alive. They'll face Alabama tonight at eight thirty. Lost to the Crimson Tide by I want to say eight when they faced earlier in the season. So who knows? Maybe Kentucky could win another game. Maybe they can win the whole thing again. Uh, I don't know about that. <laughs> well, you didn't know about that last year either, and they did it. Yeah. Wait, the sales play Saturday, not tonight. I've been corrected. So you get to call the yeah. sales game Saturday. Yeah, correct. Oh, okay. Is that who it is? Yeah. I haven't looked so into it. So there'll be two six-region games? Haven't looked into it yet. No, I think I got a sixth region and then a seventh-region game. Huh. It's weird. I'll have to check my schedule. Because I originally, I was originally scheduled to do two girls games, but I guess there was a flip-flop on times, and they're going to play at night now. And the boys are playing at noon and one forty-five or whatever. Well, I'll get you the scoop. Thanks. So you you ask and you shall receive. You'll have all the notes. Love it. Oh man, and the whole the sales community will be locked in. That game's in the afternoon too. I might be able yeah. to watch some of it. I uh, still haven't figured out the entire combine schedule, but it nevertheless is exciting to go up there, rub elbows with the all the the famous NFL media folks. So, should be a good time. Should be a good time. Uh, let's get into this text on 502-414-1450. That is the number to the Thornton's text on. Scoots, uh, you don't know this, but I'm going to have you wrap up some of the text on today so that I can leave a little early. Oh, You're, nice. What yeah. time are you thinking? Uh, you know, 10 minutes. What? Yeah. <laughs> I think you can handle it. <gasps> I reckon. I just don't want to be late. Because then it kind of, if I'm late for this interview, it defeats the purpose. There's going to be no traffic. I mean, you're, j- j- what have we talked about, Jinxie Cat? This is not Jinxie Cat. There's you're being be a Jinxie no Cat. You're being a Jinxie Cat, Scoots. <laughs> Talk about crapping the bed. Can't watch this anymore. Kaysen is done for the year, then so are we. Yeah, that is the, the other thing you don't want to mention. If if Kaysen Wallace is done for the year, then yeah. yeah I don't I don't know how could, I don't know if Kentucky can win again. That's scary. Scary proposition. Almost as scary as me taking the last 10 minutes of the show. <laughs> sure would be nice if Euless could just take that sweatshirt off and throw on a jersey. Problems would be more than solved. You ain't kidding. You ain't kidding. Another texter says, I miss when Reeves and Livingston were automatic from the free throw line. Some of those free throws were crucial as well. How was Livingston last night? We didn't really touch a whole lot of How was him. Livingston? Yeah, like how did he play? Yeah, just, yeah. It wasn't, wasn't the normal Chris Livingston. I mean, he had a couple of garbage buckets. And when I say garbage, like, he cleaned it up, right? He does the uh, the tip in. I, I admittedly was doing some juggling during the game and had to go back and watch uh, a lot of it. Eight points, three of seven, seven boards. So it was just a very... Middle of the road. Right, right, right. He only missed one free throw, but he was automatic there for for a bit. 
Not the same. Next texter says, how many shots does Reeves need to miss before he starts passing the ball? It was a lot. Isn't that the guy you want shooting, though? It is. Isn't he one of those players that it's like, if he, if as, keep missing, but just keep shooting, because they're eventually going to start falling? Or am I completely off base on No, that? no, you are. The, the problem is, though, I, I like that for set shots, but when he was the primary ball handler, he had to do a lot of pulling up from mid-range. Mm-hmm. And that that feels like a, like that was a shot that they were giving him, you know? Because it's not the most efficient shot. Kentucky was 9 of 30 from mid-range jump shots last night. Not good. And cause a lot of teams are giving that to them in recent weeks. They've taken advantage of them because that's where Toppin and Wallace are really at their best. But Toppin was broke last night. You didn't have Wallace for a half. And Reeves was, was missing them. And he was shooting them two scoots where he it wasn't uh, it, it felt like a lot less of the running floaters. It was more kind of pulling up, and that's just, that's just not where he's at his best. Mm-hmm. I agree. Don't miss ten free throws, and you win the game. What a letdown on senior night. It's weird though that I I did have just a bad feeling about this Vanderbilt game for seemingly two weeks. Were Were you going to take Vanderbilt if you were on the show yesterday? Oh yeah. Yeah. By the way, did you hear who Trevor Trevor subbed in for you, made your predictions? Did you hear who he picked as your player of the game? No. Brennan Canada. What a jerk. <laughs> what a jerk. He had heard the name for the first time yesterday on the show, got it confused with Matt Canada, which he thought was the offensive coordinator for the Packers. No. After well, no, he he originally said he's with Indiana, and then he was like, Oh no, he's with the Packers. Like, Trevor. Jeez. <laughs> Oh, Trevor. Trevor, Trevor, Trevor. What a guy. Uh, If Livingston got the ball going to the basket, he is called for every time. He'd get at least six more free throws a game. I can agree with that. Mm -hmm. Same. That he needs to be more aggressive with the ball, especially in situations like yesterday where you're obviously shorthanded offensively. And maybe they can't adjust if you give them a week to life without Wallace. Imagine if you get this Chris Livingston at the beginning of the season. Now, he's a freshman. It, it took him a while to come into his own, but he's really playing well the last month or so. Man, it is uh, – it's so hard to – it's so hard to imagine this team just being able to function long-term, particularly Saturday. Because, I mean, that's only two days away, right? <laughs> I mean, that's a quick turnaround. Playing Wednesday night, you lose an extra day. So, uh, ugh, like TJ, I was already not feeling good about that Arkansas game. Feeling even worse now. What a weird season. And that, I think, was a halftime text. Hashtag halftime. Yeah, Kentucky up four, then down four. Just <laughs> Well, Kaysen goes down. Not a downer, but I had very little confidence. Kaysen is our best player. Hard to win without your best player. Yes, I know Oscar Bald. But he is number two, period. Well, I mean, I think it's also one of those things, too, where Oscar is your best player, but Kaysen's your most important player. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's very rare. But I, th- I think you could flip-flop that, too, and still get away with that same statement. I think you could say Oscar's your best player, but Kaysen's your most important. That's what I said. Okay, the other way around. Then. <laughs> Oscar's your most important, Kaysen's the best. I think that phrase works both ways with those guys. Yeah. 
But I I, I disagree because the thing is, is what, what really unlocked this team offensively was putting the ball in Case and Wallace's hands as the point guard instead of Xavier Wheeler. Mm-hmm. So having Wallace initiate the offense, creating space, he was responsible for a lot more people's buckets, whereas Oscar, Oscar gets you extra buckets, but he's not great at passing out of double teams and all that sort of stuff. True. It has gotten better, though. Yeah, yeah. Going to need to get uh, a lot better. Gosh, this uh, this just stinks. Let's just say what, what we were talking about in the first hour and just find out, put it plainly, this stinks. Yeah. It just stinks. Because we were having a lot of fun. Things seemed to be going well. And then the severe Wheeler news was just the – the first of the snowball rolling down the hill as it picks up speed. I mean, it, it's similar to Indiana, really. And the, I know Indiana and Kentucky have been compared all season long. We look at them side by side. But Kentucky really had built up a lot of goodwill the last couple weeks. And it was the same thing with Indiana. They had picked up a lot of goodwill. All of Indiana's was gone after one game, getting destroyed against Iowa. Same, Kind of the same thing with Kentucky last night. Granted, I've, I don't feel like the Kentucky fan base as a whole has been – all that negative about this game just simply because you had good looks from the field. You just couldn't knock down shots. And that that seems like the underlying issue from last night. You just weren't able to make shots. It's that. And it's it, the overall just like a looming cloud that feels like it's rolling into town. Mm-hmm. That's, it's got me worried, Scoots. It's got me worried. Don't be worried. Deserved to lose this one. Couldn't hit anything. There you go. Just what I said. It also is, uh, I had I had some people who, they didn't say this after Saturday's game, but they were they had their tweets ready about the offense. Because, you know, I kind of wrote my clap back, and then they played well offensively Saturday. Stomped Auburn. I looked like a genius. <laughs> and now everybody like, oh, how about that, that great offense against this uh, vaunted Vanderbilt defense? Okay, guys, you got me. You got me. You got me. Scoots, can you can you steer the ship for the final five minutes? Yeah, we're going to talk uh, actually ten minutes, but yeah, we're going to talk some Indiana basketball, some winning basketball, baby. What? Now that we got all the Kentucky guys out of here, yeah, it's <laughs> it's going to be the Indiana roll call. Texter says Nick on that perp. <laughs> Seriously, though, it hit so fast. Oh, I bet. And I'm a big guy, too. You are a big guy. I can confirm that. Confirm, big guy. But yeah, I, I can take it from here. If you wanna, if you wanna get on out of here and and head on up to Indy, safe travels today. Anything you're looking forward to more than anything else up there? So the the big thing we're talking to Carrington Valentine today, but a lot of it is just seeing people, talking to a bunch. Keely Ringo is going to be on around the same time. The big Georgia cornerback. Um, the on field workouts start today at three on the NFL Network. So it's Thursday and Friday at three. Saturday, Sunday at one. Will Levis will be throwing on Saturday. That's going to be where a lot of attention is, is put on. Um, but I, I, it's just, it's just, it's just fun. And quickly, any thoughts on Carter for Georgia? Oh God, it's awful look. They're only misdemeanors. He'll still be taken in the first ten picks, probably. But you think? Yeah, yeah. He's not going to slide that far. He's too good. They, they just don't grow on trees like that. Uh, it's just that the fact that. His actions played a part in such a horrific tragedy are the 
that's just more upsetting than anything. Yeah. Um, it was reckless though. Like, and that goes back to what you said, Scoots. Um, with the uh, Brandon Miller situation, dude, just keep just keep your nose clean. By the way, Woodford County last night had a kid that did the pat down when he came. It's popular. Out. It it's is. It's on the yeah. UFC. Yeah. All right, Scoots. Well, I appreciate it. Oh yeah, no You're problem. Man. Have uh, a have a great trip, and we'll see you. Or I guess talk to you tomorrow. Yeah, I'll be talking to you tomorrow. There we go. There's Nick that? Roush, Kentucky Roll Call. As now you got just the producer of Kentucky Roll Call. Scoots here with you. Now that we got the Kentucky fans out. Let's talk some Indiana basketball. I'm just kidding. I joke about it, but let's get to let's get to the text line as I get a suck at Scoots from Roush on his way out the door. Next texter says, I was worried about Vandy because I knew they would be ready to play, but I thought the crowd would be enough to lift this team. Even they can't overcome this team's flaws. At the end of the day, it comes down to coaching and roster construction. I know we had injuries, but so does everyone else. We need to trade fourth big that never plays for a third ball handler. We deserve whatever seed we get, and I don't want to hear Cal complain about it. Yeah, I mean, just been a rough season. You would like to think on senior night that, the crowd would be able to lift this team up, but not the case. And and I know I joke about talking to Indiana, but that's a worry for me with Indiana on Saturday. You you, you think on senior night, team will be or the fans will be able to carry you, but not the case last night for the Cats. Lots of texts to go. We'll try to get through as many as possible here. Next texter says, "This is so much BS. Let Vandy come in, spread the floor, and get straight line drives to the basket." So that's South Carolina, Georgia, and Vandy that Waltz interrupt and just beat us because of bad coaching. Well, Georgia was on the road. They almost beat you in Rupp. But Kentucky was able to pull the win in that one. But, yeah, not a great look losing against South Carolina, Georgia, and Vandy. Texter goes on to say, I don't think you realize just how bad a coach he is. No, I'm not a cow hater, but a bad coach hater. When a team spreads the floor and drives time and time again and you can't stop those little guards, you have to play a freaking zone. We were outscored big time in the paint, and you wonder why we haven't been to a Final Four in eight years, why we only won one in four trips. Stopping the straight-line drives could have overcome the shaky turnovers, lack composure coming down the stretch. Sorry for the long text. I'm going to go suck it now. Wow. That's TMI there, Texter. Next texter says, made it to the game last night. Oh, it's from Artie. He said, honestly, didn't think we played bad. We missed shots, lost our point guard, had some really bad calls go against us, and probably ran out of gas. Vandy has been playing well and, of course, has a bum go off, so we'll take the L. It is what it is. Sucks we lost the chance to lock up the three seed in the SEC tourney, but overall not worried as long as Kaysen is good to go. Go Cats. And as I mentioned, that's from Artie. Artie, I think that's a pretty popular opinion here on Kentucky Roll Call this morning. As long as Kaysen Wallace is able to get back in a timely manner, Kentucky's still in a, a pretty decent spot in this season. They could absolutely make an SEC tournament run with Kaysen. Maybe even a March Madness tournament run, but we'll find out on that. Hey, Beezy, or hey, fellas, it's Beezy here. Hey, Beezy. As we were getting beat and after we lost, kept thinking about how TJ said on the show that day, right when you believe fully again in this team, they take an unexpected loss. Losing Kaysen hurt bad, but they had their chances to win and just didn't. Yeah, I mean, without Kaysen, it's just tough, guys. It's just, you had Aduthiero with the basketball in his hands. And now Aduthiero is going to be a great player in due time, but 
not the guy you want having the basketball in his hands at that moment. It hurts when you don't have Case and Wallace or Severe Wheeler in that situation to be able to, to have the ball in their hands. As Nick mentioned, Nick on that perp. Next texter says, good morning, TJ. Hope you have a safe and fun vacation. Okay, now the elephant in the room. No excuses for losing to Vandy at home. Yeah, Wallace ended up getting hurt, but we were losing before he went out. Did you see Toppin's comments? He basically said he dared Cal to take him out. Yeah, I appreciate him admitting to that, but it's March, and you don't think late this late in the season is unacceptable? From a senior at that, I have no faith in this team or Cal. Cal makes questionable decisions all game, all season. I'm just exhausted, man. Sorry for the long text. It's so frustrating the last few years, and we don't resemble Kentucky basketball. Have a great day, TJ. Suck it, Louisville. Suck it, Roush. And welcome back. Suck it, Calipari. Pretty pretty rough take there. As it's a, it's a divided fan base, no doubt about it. Some of you are mad. Some of you are just going to let last night's game roll off your shoulders, and I don't blame you either way. Next texter said, Cal's post-game behavior has been completely inappropriate Skipping post-game radio because he's too tired, doing a press conference for three minutes and bouncing, calling on reporters like it's grade school, completely petulant and childish. Yeah, I heard a story. Cal only did one question or one segment with Leach last night. I mean, there's kids in the crowd. There's even adults in the crowd that that stick around to watch him and want to hear what he has to say, maybe get some autographs, and, and that didn't happen last night. So not a great look for Cal. Next texter says, yeah, Wheeler quit the team. Not too hard to figure out. We can see through the lies. Potentially. Big picture, how far have we fallen where we have to go cross-eyed thinking about the different scenarios to get a freaking double buy in the SEC tournament? Frustrating. John here. Morning, John. Good morning, everyone. By gosh, that sucked last night big time. You know I do not mind people giving their opinions about this team It does not matter whether it is good or bad. However, it is the fans who complain a lot as soon as the team messes up. But when we are doing great, they usually keep their mouth shut. When things are going well, they usually don't have any good support and are just looking for the slip-up just to complain. Look, this was not that this team sucks. This was more about a bad night of shooting and crazy circumstances with the Wallace injury. I'm telling you, if Wallace is healthy, the Cats will win the SEC tournament and will also be a big threat in the big dance to win number nine. So, fans, please be consistent. If you doubt this team, then do so from here on out. Don't jump on the support wagon when we win. And, yes, if Wallace is healthy and plays, we will beat Arkansas. This team is way better than what we saw last night. Well, got to go. Talk to you later. John, I do not disagree with you in the slightest there. I don't know if you beat Arkansas with a healthy Wallace, but I think Wallace gives you a lot more better chance going down the stretch into the SEC tournament and then the big tournament as well. Next texter says, easy to say, but every single person on earth has a different, unique personality created by both genetics and life experiences. Some are far more fragile than others. That appears to be the case here. I'm guessing based on what happened last night, odd as hell, but a lot of life is these days. Go Big Blue. Next texter says, I still believe we go on a crazy run where Toppin looks like an all-star if we get Kaysen back. Yeah, and that's a good point, too. You got to count on Toppin. You get Kaysen back. Who knows what could happen with this season? Texter says, all right, what say you, negative Nick? Nick, what do you say? Oh, Nick left for Indianapolis. He's going up there to take in the combine. 
By the way, him and Adam Luckett will be on tomorrow in their element, so it should be fun. You won't want to miss that as we got a few more texts to wrap up here. One texter says, a school the caliber of Kentucky should have more than two guards capable of playing the point guard at all times. Don't disagree with that in the slightest. UK is in the tournament, and that's what matters. I understand to all of us that isn't UK standards, and we will be addressed in time, but all that matters is what we do in March. Vandy and South Carolina loss won't matter if we go to the Elite Eight and on. This team can beat anyone and also can lose to anyone. Yeah, no, no doubt about that. Uh, next texter says, take some diamonds for Lucy on that flight. That was for TJ. And see if there's any more we missed. One more says, just a few conversations last night. I would think the most likely scenario is he doesn't play Saturday, but does in Nashville. That's going to wrap up here your Thursday edition of Kentucky Roll Call. Sorry it was a sad one for you all. Thanks to TJ. Thanks to Roush for being here. Thanks to Roush for sticking me with the last 10 minutes of a text line with furious people. And I, I don't blame you all. Not one bit. It's been a tough season. Bad loss last night, but... You will get better. It, it, you got Arkansas on Saturday. We'll touch more on that game tomorrow, I'm sure. But SEC tournament play starting next week. So strap in, gear up, and get ready, y'all. It's 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 tournament time, and, and the Cats looking to get right. So stick with us here. We'll be back tomorrow morning, 7 a.m. Justin Kalen for you here this morning. Nick Roush, Adam Luckett on tomorrow morning. This has been Kentucky Roll Call. Thanks for listening. You got to know when to hold up, know when to fold up, know when to walk away, and know when to run. You never count your money when you're sitting at the table.